It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome into episode number nine by sixty of jobbing out. Nine by sixty of jobbing out. Anyone? Anyone at all? Nine by sixty. It's it's so close that I'm just going to give it to you. It was nine people by sixty minutes. There we go. Nine people (laughs) by 60 minutes stuck in an elevator together. Ah, ah. We'll get to it. Did Eddie Kingston break the elevator and that's how you got stuck in there? You know, he was fighting literally right by that elevator. So it's quite possible. Ah, ah, what a glory. I thought that when I was watching the match because I watched it later after I knew all this. And I was like, is that the elevator? <laughs> you know what? You, you, in the open slot in the elevator and <laughs> drop a match and set everyone on fire. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what I was thinking. This is the payback for Aaron making me watch that goddamn Shawn Michaels movie this years ago. <laughs> I lost more than an hour of my life to that, and so he had to lose at least an hour of his life in order to get it back. Hi, it's Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn. Brandon, Aaron, and the main event. Hey, Vent. 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 who it is? Who was the only one of this show who actually checked in on me live? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a good person. Yeah. Well, I assure you, I, I was. Didn't know you were in the elevator. <laughs> I I want you to know I was rooting for the elevator. <laughs> so, Aaron, no, what? Listen- if- by the so way, this is how dumb I am. Wrestling, these are all obviously all wrestling fans that you're cutting, cutting the elevator with. What do they think when the one formerly known as Top Dollar FaceTimed you to see if you were still on? <laughs> I, I think they thought I was here, but of course we were also, but what, probably 45 minutes, 50 minutes in at that point. So we were a little delirious, so I think there was a lot of mass confusion, but they, they seemed to enjoy it. They mm. seemed to enjoy it. I That's appreciate amazing. you. I appreciate you. Well, you know, I'm always there for you, Aaron. You know, I've always said that you're the best member of this show. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and if Aaron's dad's listening, just just know that I've always said that Aaron's the best yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, definitely has always <laughs> said that. It's always. Is this the first time, by the way, in the history of the program that Aaron's had the most interesting to say, thing to say? Like the first time <laughs> we've ever led the show with Aaron in the history of the program? Well, I mean, Aaron, to be I'm fair, Aaron Aaron's the not. only one. Aaron's the only one that has has been through a life threatening situation on the show, so it, yeah, he deserves. That's a good point. Very good point. Everybody <laughs> else's it's been easy street for uh, for Brandon the whole time. All right, so yeah. Uh, by the way, I never even said that was AJ, aka. I get it. It's funny because Brandon beat cancer. <laughs> right there, you go on the second bounce. On the second <laughs> bounce. <laughs> Thank the, you. We've already lost total control of this. Uh, <laughs> AJ's here. He's the sausage cash. Oh, God, I can't talk. He has Bay. Yeah, he has Bay. That's that's First what you need talk. to know. When's the when's the next show? When's that coming up? 
July 3rd, Hitsville, USA, and at the Sausage Castle in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be the Hitmakers versus Chris Bay and Leon Ruffin. And we have a death match uh, between Kylan King and Sawyer Wreck. It's going to be a crazy show. So, uh, and there's going to be a 4th of July party to follow. So, make sure you come have a great time. It sounds just is, like- this, is this tag match a sign that Bay wants Bay? Bay thinks he can get Bay, but Bay is not worthy of Bay because Bay doesn't want to go with Bay. I my my head is spinning. I just I don't too much bay. Way too much bay. Uh, that's dashing Chris Bay, right? That is uh, it's a bay bay. Bullet Club's own, not Hurricane Chris a bay bay. To be confused. <laughs> hey, of, I said it first. <laughs> all of this makes total sense to me. Um, Aaron got stuck in an elevator. We're, AJ's here. We're gonna do picks. We'll get there. But Aaron got stuck in an elevator. I did. And I've never been happier in my entire life. <laughs> are you happy uh, that he got stuck or are you sad that he got out? Um, no. <laughs> no. 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 So anyway. Really quickly. <laughs> I was so happy. Uh, I was just imagining the hell that Aaron was in after he made me watch that movie. Um. Tell me about the whole scenario. I realize it's probably not going to be as exciting as I want it to be. Like, no. at, at what point did you guys have the conversation about who eats who first? Well, no, we, we had to choose the pea corner first. We learned from Dr- Dwight Schrute. You absolutely, within the first 30 minutes, have to establish the pea corner. And we were almost going to get there, but then the fire department came, finally. Um, I don't think we, we were about to. Though I think before... Uh, Isn't it crazy there's never in the history of the world been a song called Fuck the Fire Department? <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. I, I do want to make sure that we confirm whether or not that song... I'm just yeah. double check real quick and make sure, make sure that no one ever... Do, do, do a quick Google. Oh, I bet you're going to feel stupid now. Vincent E.L. in 2019 released the song. All right, well, I guess well, we... That's his house had just burned down, but sure <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> All right, anyway, I'm sorry. See, um, I don't think we had any discussions about eating each other. I do believe there were some threats made at the call box operator who kept putting us on hold and playing music. Um, I'm telling you if I was stuck if I was stuck in an elevator for an hour at some point the discussion would come up about maybe not amongst everyone but okay were there factions within the elevator like did were you there I I would say with friends but we know that no such people exist Um, uh, yeah did did you have any he's basically asking do you think that you could have manipulated your way to being the the the, the king yeah ooh let me think here Uh, would have no, because there was a pregnant woman, and she absolutely would have killed everybody. Uh, well, but I, I would have been – if it wasn't for the pregnant woman, I, I would have been close. I could have been the survivor. You are confident you would not have been the low man on the totem pole. You are confident that you yeah. would not have been the one that everyone else would have consumed. I, I'm too skinny. How long – yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, You're not getting meat from there. That's true. But again, but this you is You also not, have to be easy to kill. And Aaron looks – Aaron, to be honest, Aaron looks gamey. You know, he doesn't look like he would taste very good. You know? <laughs> I 
don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> I, I, th- I think there were a couple of quieter guys in the corners who probably would have been first target. I, do you think? Do you think that? Um. Do you realize how much money you could have got if she would have actually went into labor in there and you delivered the baby? Oh my god, shit? you would have been a hero. Oh yeah. Oh, no, we, 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 that we did talk about. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna be the one to bring it up. The four of us are stuck on an island somewhere. Who are we eating first? I mean, we um, have to team up and eat AJ. No, th- th- it wouldn't happen. He would kill the us all. Is, is it? Yeah, no right. I think so. Well, first that's, of all, I'm canceling. I've already thought this out. First of all, you none of you out. stop me. Okay, so that's the first thing. Yeah, that's second of all. I've already mentioned. I don't think Aaron's going to taste very good. <laughs> so that leaves out. You know, that leaves Brandon and Glenn. And to be honest. Brandon's meat's probably contaminated. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think I think I'm I'm safe. Wait, I do, I do like that I'm the choice because I would taste better. Though I'm not really sure. But, <laughs> but wait, you, are you really eating for flavor at that point? Is is that the way the thought process goes? Um, no. But at the end, but of when the you day. have the choice, <laughs> you got man's got to eat. Man's got to eat. Well, that is un- that is really unfortunate for me. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to be canceling that trip to Vegas. I uh, will not be spending any time with you guys moving forward. Yeah, right. As long as AJ's not here, you're okay. I guess that's true. I guess that's a good point. All right, have we covered everything we need AJ, to cover? AJ, do you carry seasoning with you on a regular basis? Uh, yes, Old Bay, Lowry's, uh, soy sauce. <laughs> Little See, we'd be all set. Montreal steak seasoning, just in case it gets stuck <laughs> in an elevator. You just the, thing is, the thing is, I think if you just simmer Glenn on a low flame for about two, three hours, and then you turn the, the flame up and add your flavors at that point, I think it's really going to bring out um, the flavors in the meat. By the way, um, I, you better I, watch out about inviting AJ to a pig I, roast. I'm not. This is... <laughs> I, although, also keep in mind, I'm oh, from Boston. Definitely cook Glenn with an apple in his mouth. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm from Baltimore, so I also probably already taste like Old Bay. Like it's probably already built in. Yeah, to, true. To, and you know, we'll probably, we'll probably uh, marinate them in some Natty Bow. You know what, <laughs> what are we doing? This is really bad news for me, man. This is really, <laughs> really bad news. Who wants to go to I mean, Mania? This, this is how you thought it would, huh? <sighs> All right, let's um. Just no, no islands, no elevators. No doubt, no doubt, never. I just, think, I just think it was like your the original plan was for the three of you to team up on me, but I genuinely think that I could kick all three. Oh of no, there's no chance. Yeah, that oh, was that 100 true. We yeah, there's, that, I don't even know why he suggests that. There's no chance. Have to be premeditated to the point where we would have to know months in advance to have weapons well, and. I mean, here here would be my I would I would team up with you guys and I would just have you go first so you guys get uh, dead first and then it doesn't really matter from there. Well, what I would say is I would try to manipulate. I would try to uh, play the game where I'm like, you know what, guys, you can eat me. And then because I look like a hero, I would hope that maybe somebody would team up with that AJ would team up with me and say, no, we won't do that to you because you're the hero. And then we go a different way. So I would try to play that game. Well, in this. The, You're trying to empty gesture your way out of this. Yes, shit? one thousand percent. In this hypothetical situation, 
how long have we been on the island? Because I can imagine a situation where even though he probably wouldn't taste good, that Aaron would annoy me enough that I would want to eat him. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I was stuck in an elevator for an hour, the thought would have at least run through my mind. I'm not saying I would have done what, it. What floor were you guys on when you were stuck? Uh, I think it was it was two. Because if, oh, you, if okay. you look, so you were never really in any danger. Well. The pregnant woman was. That would have been a catastrophe. But no one else was really in any danger. You all would have survived if it would have fell. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know the physics of elevators falling, to be honest. I mean, every one of you could survive a 20-foot fall. Yeah, it's not. It can't pick yeah. up enough momentum. It would, have just, right. it would have just been bad news for Well, I I mean, I was less worried. news for the, for the pregnant woman. Because I was I was less worried about the elevator falling as much as it taking you know fifteen hours or something just to open up. Ooh, that would have had been you discussed. You, you said you discussed a pea corner. Had you discussed the the other thing? Um, I'm not sure which other thing you're talking. Well, I mean, we, Aaron, number two. Number two. Oh, had yeah, you, we didn't get to that point yet. We we again. did look to see if there was a uh, the top of the elevator like a, a John McClane situation to get up at the top. There was not in this version. Oh, why so wouldn't that exist in every elevator? Aww, that yeah. was my joke. I, I know, right? Thing with, the, with the gasoline, oh. which I didn't watch the show, but I saw the clip of him walking out looking like a Grand Theft Auto character. Yes, gasoline, and it was the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. In yeah, it was fairly, it was fairly cool. It was fairly cool. There's no question about that. All right. Anything else we need to cover from the elevator? Anything else? Because this is this really is Aaron's moment. This will be the only moment he ever has in the history of this program. So, well, is, except when I was declared the best rapper on the show. Oh no, I don't remember that happening. Never happened. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. That's not how yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We got chair out of it, so that was cool. And uh, yeah. Okay. Very good. There we go. There we go. Now let's make some picks. Uh, AJ, are you doing both or just Hell in a Cell? Are you doing NXT as well or just Hell in a Cell picks? Until this very moment, I didn't know there was an NXT show, so oh. let's do both. We'll do it both. Yes! <laughs> love it. I love it. All right. Um, We're doing it live! Do you want to start? Where do we want to start, guys? Do we want to start Hell in a Cell or do you want to start NXT? Let's start, let's start NXT, NXT first. All right. We'll, we'll start NXT. That's the way it'll go. In your house on Saturday night... Um, the uh, the 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 folks at NXT. That's from that's that's not they're not they're not back out on tour yet, right? This is still in the very soon. Well, are they are the shows going on tour or is it just? Yeah, no, it looks like they're just no, doing the Florida just, circuit. It's just no, the it's old co- it, yeah, okay. The coconut thing. Yeah. All right, yeah, All right, very good. Six matches on the card. We begin with a six man tag match where the losing team has to join La Familia of the winning team. Tony D'Angelo stacks and two dimes against Legato del Fantasma, who once attempted to murder AJ. And kidnapped me. Correct. Legitimately kidnapped him. Uh, AJ, you get the first pick here. You know, when they kidnapped me, I've realized, Legato, they're just misunderstood. (laughs) What's what's a little kidnapping amongst friends? (laughs) Um... Look, uh, Tony D'Angelo, I, I honestly haven't watched NXT at all, but Tony D'Angelo is a great talent. I love what he does. Um, Legato shouldn't be on NXT anymore, but because they're smaller guys, it's going to be hard for them to get off NXT. 
so I'm going to give it to Tony D'Angelo should win. I mean, Legato should win, but I think Tony D'Angelo will win. You know, it's funny. I, I kind of have the exact same feeling, and I think it's more like they feel like they can get more bang for the buck. We got to give credit. As as silly as this is, my God, Tony D'Angelo is good at it. Like, he is nailing this. It, He's great. It, it's unbelievable how good he is and how much and how it works. How good are the names Stacks and Two Dimes? Yeah, I mean, it, oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe how well this works. Um, yeah, I mean, it should have be. Have they ever said why his name is Two Dimes? I don't think so, no. Have they? I don't know. Sometimes I zone out. When no, they... they just randomly said their name. Well, it, it's it's Troy Donovan, so I think a TD became two dimes. Okay. Meh. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, look, it should always be Legato Del Fantasma because they're wonderful, but, but yeah, I'm kind of leaning this way that I think there's more bang for the buck of like the awkward buddy cop pictures moving forward with Legato Del Fantasma working for Tony D'Angelo, so I'm also going to say will be uh, Tony D'Angelo and his crew. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I'm not sure exactly what you get out of uh, the D'Angelo and his crew being the underlings there. Uh, I don't think you can... I mean, you can get something out of it, but I think you get a lot more going the other way. So while agreed should be Legato, because you know, they're awesome and they should win, uh, will be uh, Tony D'Angelo and his crew. You know, it's it's weird because before they announced the stipulation, I just assumed this was the bullet in the head moment for Legato finally. Because that it seems like they've been trying to kill off all the characters from the NXT that we all really, really, really liked um, over the course of the past few months. But uh, but then they introduced that that stipulation, and you know, usually like the way this is. It's tough because they're not presenting either one of these groups as a face per se, but Legato is the more face of the two, the way they've been presenting this. And typically with these stipulations, the heels lose, right? Like in the pantheon of wrestling or whatever, because it's funny to watch the heels have to do whatever awkward things they will have to do. Like maybe he makes them wear you know, Lucha masks or something. I'm going to say that Legato sh- should win, and I think they actually might. I'm, I'm going to say they, they that they win because it's funnier to have Tony D'Angelo awkwardly have to be part of this, <laughs> you know, Latin group than uh, it is to have uh, Santos Escobar, who who is great, but we haven't seen comedic chops from. Uh, have to be Italian or part of a Italian mob or whatever. So I'm going to say they win. All right. Uh, we got five ta- championship matches now. We begin with the uh, women's tag team championship. Toxic Attraction against uh, the now apparent. When did when did Katana Chance happen? Yeah, I've been meaning to talk about this. I have. It, <laughs> it happened. It did happen. Like it was a random week, it? like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 changed the name on the site like two months ago. She finally showed up like a month ago. The, yeah. f- the former Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Um, I you know I actually think the should is easy. I think it absolutely should be um, the Chance and Carter at this point. I, I mean, I I think you've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Like th- at some point they got to do it. The will. I they they've basically built the entire show around toxic attraction. So I don't I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. Will toxic attraction. Yeah, to me, the the should and will just kind of comes down to do they want to – because I don't – and then spoiler for later, I don't think Mandy Rose is winning. Do they want to have them lose all their titles at once or do they want to do a thing where, uh, uh, you know, the, the tag titles get lost and they're still huddling around the women's title and then that eventually loses? For some reason, I'm still leaning towards the idea that they want – to have everyone lose on the same show and then maybe call them up together or something. I don't, I don't know about that part. Just like you said, they built the whole show around them. But it feels like something where just everything gets lost at once. So I'll say, should be Katana Chance and Caden Carter will be Toxic Attraction. I think Chance... God, I can't call her Katana Chance. Like, what, the, what on earth? Um, Chance and Carter should win, as we all said. Um... And this one's a coin flip to me as far as who does. Because I think it depends on what story you're telling going forward, right? So, I, I mean, I think if you want the tag team division to matter at all, someone else has got to hold these belts. So I'm going to say that Chance and Carter win just for the fact of if they lose, where is it going? There's no other women's tag teams. So, <laughs> I mean, unless I'm forgetting someone, that's like the only team on the roster. So... Uh, for that reason, I say they win. Um, I think Toxic Attraction is going to keep the titles. Um, Casey and and Caden, uh, they are really cool people to hang out with, and I've like making TikToks with them. Um, but it's one of those situations where they never really get their due. So I don't expect them to. So I'm going to assume that Toxic Attraction is going to keep the belt. I get it. I get it. Until you show me otherwise, I completely understand. Uh, the On the men's side, the tag t- titles, pretty deadly against the Creed Brothers. And if the Creed Brothers lose, they must leave Diamond Mine, which I'm sure they'd be really broken up about. Yeah, this this last stipulation I can't quite figure out because it also has to do with you know, what's going on with Roderick Strong? Are they committed to him? Are they what exactly is going on there? Um, I mean, I've, I've I'm in on the Creed Brothers, so for that alone, I'm going to say they should win because they should be tag championships. This extra stipulation, though, I can't quite figure out if that means it's more likely or less likely that they'll win. I will say, I'll just say it's, it's more likely that they win and it, it will be the Creed Brothers, but it has me a little bit confused, I'll admit. Yeah, I agree. The stipulation is confusing to me because I think before that I was certain they were going to win. Um, but they also seem to really like Pretty Deadly and they just put the belts on them, what, a month or two ago, a month and a half ago, whenever the last event took place. So I, I'm torn. I think the should is the Creed Brothers. I think the will is probably Pretty Deadly because I think that they probably do want to break up Diamond Mind, and they do want... I mean, I guess the other way you could go is they win, and then they beat up Roderick Strong anyway. And that's probably... You know, that's actually really likely, now that I put say that, but... I'm going to say Pretty Deadly keeps the titles. Um, I think Pretty Deadly gets keeps the titles. Um, they're great. They, I just love talking and hanging out with those guys. About a year and a half ago, they uh, came over... 
to like just you know wait hold on hold on hold on Glenn what we you need to introduce this segment I believe oh thank you I'm sorry thank you and now AJ's life is different than yours and here to tell us how his life is different than yours is AJ uh, the guys in Pretty Deadly came over uh, pre-pandemic, I believe, and uh, we're we're just you know the coolest guys. You know, I used to think it was hilarious. I loved their gimmick back then. Um, this was before they had even been the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, and I loved what they did then because it was so different. Um, I like things that like not everybody can pull off. Um, you got to be a confident dude to yeah. pull that character off. Um, and there's a lot of guys that don't have that confidence. So I always liked what they did. Um, I always told them that they, I don't know how they wrestle in them low ass pants, but you know, it's, you know, their prerogative. Uh, they said they were stretchy and I can't tell. Um, but yeah, they're uh, pretty cool guys. So I'm gonna go with pretty deadly to retain um, because I think Diamond Mine's already dead because uh, Malcolm Bivens, aka Stokely Hathaway, is gone. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, by the way, they they're wearing their stretchy pants like Nitro Libre did. Um, I, I I don't. This is actually I can't. I wish they would have given us more pretty deadly before they put the belts on them because who knew they're amazing. They're incredible. Yep. I, yeah, I I love them. Um, to me, this actually has become open and shut. There's no reason for the Creed brothers to want to stay in Diamond Mine at this point. So all of this works out perfectly. Pretty Deadly retains. The Creed brothers are out of Diamond Mine. Don't have to worry about that any longer. And can focus on trying to drive forward towards getting the belts at some point in the future. I, I actually think this is should and will Pretty Deadly here. So I'm, I'm with AJ. Um, next up. Let's go to the North American Championship match. Cameron Grimes against Carmelo Hayes. Do I get to start this Yes, one? Brandon, you're first. Should and will Cameron Grimes to the moon keep the belt? Yeah, I, I got to agree. Cameron Grimes to the moon. Big fan of Cameron Grimes. Great guy. I, by the way, that match that he had last... Uh, AJ, if you, if you watch one thing from NXT last week, watch... Cameron Grimes versus what's that guy's name? Nathan Frazier. Yeah, Nate Frazier. Unbelievable match. It was really good. There's no doubt about that. And I am. Um, I don't. This is a, this is where should and will conflate. Should of course Cameron Grimes. I actually think I feel a different way. Unless they're moving Carmelo Hayes up, I think Carmelo Hayes is getting the belt back here. Um, I I think that it was about a moment for Cameron Grimes. They got the moment they wanted, and now I think they would prefer to have Carmelo Hayes as the champion. So should Cameron Grimes, of course, will Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, he took the words out of my mouth, Glenn, about the moment. Uh, it feels like they wanted a big moment with that ladder match. They got it. It was Cameron Grimes there, and I don't know that they necessarily see a, a long-term reign for him here. And then they do seem to be putting a lot behind Carmelo. So unless they're putting him next into the title picture, uh, I think it makes all the sense in the world for Carmelo to get the title back here. So I will say, should Cameron Grimes, will Carmelo Hayes. Women's championship match, Mandy Rose and Wendy Chu. AJ, you're up first. Um, <clears throat> Mandy Rose is not going to lose. Um, Mandy Rose was brought down to NXT for a reason to be 
the flag bearer of NXT, and she's been that. Uh, I also just want to comment quickly on the previous match that we talked about. Um, I think Carmelo Hayes has to go for the NXT title. Okay. Um, okay. I think that there's absolutely no reason that he's even still in the North American title conversation. I feel like he should have been. Once they didn't give him a regular match back to get it, like they should have just let the story die. Okay. Let him go for the, the big belt. But um, uh, I think Mandy Rose is going to win. And I think that Toxic Attraction is probably going to hold on to all the belts until they're no longer going to be on NXT. Uh, I, I'm in a, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I too, I, I love Wendy Chu. I think she's tremendous, but they've built an entire show around toxic attraction. Like that's that it's been 15 minutes of Mandy Rose in a bikini every week, um, on NXT. I, I don't think that's changing anytime soon. Mandy Rose. Uh, if, if you want to say should Wendy Chu, fine. Just cause I like Wendy Chu should, but will Mandy Rose. Yeah. I mean, I like Wendy Chu, but look, they're, it still seems like everything is pointing towards they want Cora Jade to be the one who eventually, whenever that is, dethrones Mandy, whether or not we agree with that, you know, whatever. But that sure seems to be the the path here. Um, I like Wendy Chu, but right now the whole show is built around Mandy. So I'm, I'm going to even say should should Mandy and will Mandy. By the way, I, I, I actually think there's a different person now that has that uh, – the target for the person to dethrone Mandy Rose. And I don't even think it's Cora Jade, but we can talk about that at another time. Um, yeah, it's not it Wendy Chu. last legend. <laughs> well, she's fine. But I think it's going to be Roxanne Perez, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Just the way that that trajectory looks to me, the story is too good. But of course, before, you know, we mentioned uh, a, a man by the name of Roderick Strong earlier in the show. They had a really great story with him, too, at one point, no. didn't they, Glenn? No, When? When? <laughs> when did they do that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, I think that Mandy should, should because I think that this isn't the time or the character to, to lose the belt. Mandy Rose has, I mean, yes, she's helped NXT tremendously, but NXT has revitalized her career to the point where at some point she can go to the main roster and be a much more significant uh, player than she was when she left. So I think Mandy keeps it now. They're, they're going to want more impact out of that. But I love Wendy Chu. She's awesome. All right. One more. The uh, championship match for NXT, of course. Joe Gacy against Braun Breaker. And if Braun is disqualified, he loses the belt. Um God bless them for all the effort they put in. Braun Breaker should and will win. Yeah, the DQ part gives me a very slight pause, but it's Not only the me. slightest of pauses. It, it, it's like I said, it's only the slightest of pauses. Um, this is about Braun Breaker. We've already had the one little hiccup in his reign, um, <clears throat> and he's going to hold it until he goes up. He's not going up right now, so he retains should and will Braun. I mean, the stipulation is literally only there so that you don't roll your eyes harder than you are already about this being the main event. Um, just to give you some kind of thought of, well, maybe Braun Breaker won't just murder Joe Casey because that's absolutely what should happen if this was a regular match. Yes, should and will Braun Breaker. There's no way they're putting the belt on Joe Gacy, and I think Joe Gacy's done some good work here, but there's no way. 
Um, I would love for Joe Gacy to get his flowers, but it's not going to happen. Um, Braun Breaker, um, and I see, uh, I, I think that the big money feud is Mellow versus Braun Breaker. Um, and I think they're probably going to save off on that until maybe SummerSlam or even if they want to wait till like WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Of what they've got, that's probably the best thing they can do. You're right. All right, very good. Let's move to Hell in a Cell, Sunday night in Chicago. There are six matches on the card. They include two championship matches. We'll begin with a six-person mixed tag team match. The super friends of Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan against the Judgment Day, Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. Aaron. Please tell um, me they are not. Are they actually called the Super Friends? No, no, no. no, we, no just just any, any, anytime we have a bunch of faces together against a uh, a heel team, they are the Super Friends automatically. Oh, God, because I thought for a second that because I was waiting for them to just call them the Club. And, there, uh, there have been a lot of hints, at, like little jokes of Boliv Club stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I've just been waiting for that. And uh, when you said the Super Friends, I was like, please God, tell me that. <laughs> no, every face is the Super Friends. Super uh, Friends trademark, along with the list of trademarks that includes Payback Lash, right? And hey, WrestleMania Payback Lash, get it right, you jerk. And Forgot that we updated that one. Aaron, make your pick. Okay. Uh, anyway, so you have one team, and you have one one team that is a team, one team that's not a team. This is pretty easy. Should and will. I'm not even going to say the the, because that's so dumb. Just call them Judgment Day, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, adding the the to the name is awful. But, um, yeah, should and will Judgment Day. There's a, you know, they're teasing another member. This team is obviously, uh, they're putting some steam behind this. I think, you know. I think it's should and will Judgment Day because we're just nowhere near uh, the time where they should start losing based on what they're doing on the show. Not that I think it's great, but based on what they're doing. Yeah, um, Edge has a new faction, so he's going to win. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't we? I, I don't know why we're bothering. Yeah, shouldn't will uh, the Judgment Day. Real, um, real quick, I got the odds on that one. Judgment yes. Day minus three fifty. Super Friends plus two twenty five. All right. Uh, how about a two on one handicap match? Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. God, I got to do this one. Um, you know, I think we talked about it last week. The reason you do handicap matches is usually so that the person who is the one can win. Um, but not all handicap matches have Omos as one of the people. So it is, it is gives me a little bit of a pause, but I'm going to say the should I'm not sure about. I don't, I don't know what about the should, but the, I think Bobby Lashley will win. Omos should win. Omos is the guy you're trying to build to the future. Omos is the, supposed to be the next Andre the Giant. Omos should win. Bobby Lashley will pin MVP. That's why he's in the match. Yeah, I mean, that's the easiest thing to say is that MVP's here to eat a pin. Um, look, I, I, I guess this does come back to what are you trying to do with Bobby Lashley, and it comes back to a bitter, bigger question of what are you trying to do with anything? Because there's, there's no champion. There's no I, – I, I don't know what anybody's doing here, but 
yeah, Bobby Lashley. I actually, you know, I think Bobby Lashley Pretty should win. There's what? Do you see a champion on this card? Well, just this card, but is Roman like literally not on the show at all? No, he's he's. They do little things where he's like in the back the whole time. And, yeah, but I mean, he, like he's not a presence. In... He's been on like one SmackDown in the past. He, he's mainly been supporting the tag team picture. Yes. Um, it, it's it's weird. Everything's weird, but Bobby Lashley to me shouldn't will win. Uh, the will is definitely Lashley. You don't make this match if you're not going to have Lashley win. The should, it just kind of comes down to what is the, like, Omos is the future. Without a question of a doubt, Omos is the future. But the question is, is Bobby Lashley the present? Are they planning on doing something imminently by SummerSlam with Bobby Lashley, which they've positioned him in a position that they could do that? So that's kind of the question is simply, are they looking towards the present or are they looking to the future as far as the should? Um... And I don't know the answer to that. I, I guess I would lean towards the present right now, but it's a coin toss for me as far as this should. Um, but the will is Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley is a slight favorite, minus 160, Omos and MVP, plus 120. Uh, next up, let's go to the United States Championship match. Theory versus Mustafa Ali. AJ. I love Mustafa. He's a great guy, great person. Um, Theory is the new golden child, and he's a good person, too. I actually, me and Austin talk a bunch on uh, Instagram all the time. Um, he is, uh, he hey. takes a lot of, he takes a lot of uh, mirror selfies in little pants. So I usually comment something like nice bulge or like, uh, <laughs> Or, like, put on bigger clothes or one of those things. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Austin Theory. We get, uh, that's what, you know, Austin Theory and I have that in common, is everybody's always saying, hey, nice bulge, whenever, uh, whenever we post it. <laughs> um, yeah, I should and will, Austin Theory. Yep, should and will, Austin Theory. He's also minus 450 favorite. Ali, plus 275. Should, should and will Austin Theory. And by the way, did we all notice that all of these matches are raw people? Yep. Every single person on Hell in the Cell is a raw person. Everybody's raw people now. I mean, I don't, I don't really know who's on what show anymore. So I, I don't know if you could have. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if they had like one or two matches tonight. But yeah, yeah. Maybe the tag title match, the lad. Uh, I think What's I read somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Riddle and it's Riddle and Nakamura. Oh, right. Okay. But I think I read well, somewhere that's still that still a raw person. <laughs> I think I read somewhere that they were looking at that for Money in the Bank. Uh, it whatever, whatever. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, Ezekiel and Kevin oh, right, Owens. Because Roman's not going to be on that either. <laughs> right, I, right. Not doing it in a stadium. Ezekiel and Kevin Owens is up next. Um, I, I love, I love everything about this so bad. It's just, yes, it's so wonderful. It. it, it you have to have Kevin Owens win, though. Like, you have to. I know that, like, you want to torture him a little bit more. Ah. Oh, God, I don't know. What you, now the I, only I, way it works is if somehow they put on the video, like, Elias coming to the arena. Like, if they have an old video of Elias showing up or something. Oh, I do actually love that. Oh, damn it. And then that that's that's your one out. Because I, I don't think you can just he can just lose. I think it has to be something like that. I, like, and I, I actually absolutely love the idea of he gets distracted looking up at the screen of a live shot at Elias walking into the arena and Ezekiel ends up pinning him because of it. I, 
you're, you're talking me into that. Um, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I, you're, you're genuinely talking me into how badly that that that's the should. They have to have like eighteen thousand uh, takes of him walking in. Or in or they can they, they absolutely have. It. Or yeah. they can they can just you know use some makeup and and props in right. order to make him look like Elias again. Um, but will Kevin Owens ultimately is what I'm going to say. I, the question is, what what is the goal for Ezekiel here? Is Ezekiel a character outside of this Kevin Owens feud, or after the feud is over, does it just kind of fizzle and go away? Because if it if they think that there is a character, an Ezekiel character here, then Ezekiel has to win. If not, then Kevin Owens has to win. I think they think there's something here with Ezekiel. So I'm going to say should and will under those cert- on, under those terms where they think Ezekiel has a future. Uh, should and will Ezekiel. The should is Kevin Owens. That's easy for me. But I think Ezekiel's winning. I think it's going to be some kind of let's drive Kevin Owens crazy finish kind of thing. Uh, and yeah, Ezekiel is definitely winning the match, I think. I want to just say that I agree with that sentiment that I think Ezekiel's winning and Kevin Owens should win. But I would also like to point out that Ezekiel is the perfect uh, candidate to show how much better men look with beards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not close. Significantly better. Next. Do you know what's, do, do, I, no, wait, hold on. Do you know what's insane about this whole thing, though? Like, he specifically looks so much different without the beard that it benefits this storyline tremendously because like everybody who watched him come out the first time, it did take like, uh, if the announcer said nothing, it would have taken me like his whole entrance to figure out who he was. A hundred percent. The hair, they did his hair differently too. So that helped. But I mean, like in the clothes, like just a completely different context for this performer. You're just like, it, he looks so I mean, I guess if you shaved Kevin Owens' head and his beard, you wouldn't know who he is either. Well, I, don't know. I mean, people who followed him back in the day might, but like, I don't no, know. No, he anyway. just looked like Doctor the Eggman from Sonic. I mean, we saw it. He put on the ball cap to be Stone Cold Steve oh, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> like, we saw it. And, and then we also saw um, his brother. What, what's his Ken Owens. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ken Owens. Ken Owens. I did forget great, about Great Ken. wrestler up in Canada. That's a uh, great Ezekiel's point. minus 150, Kevin Owens plus 110. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, triple threat, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Aaron. Um, well, we know this match wasn't the original plan. We also know I, I, it, it should be Bianca because if Bianca, Bianca shouldn't be losing this early. And if she does, it should absolutely be in a one-on-one match. Um, so, yeah, it should, should and will Bianca. Yeah, so, so I, I, I want to say something real quick, but, but should and will Bianca, first of all. I just want to say, and this is probably the most obvious, like, not need to be said said thing ever, but I have to say it anyway. These three people are doing an amazing, like, like Becky Lynch, like, all, I already thought she was one of the best performers on the card, and she is next level right now with this character. Like, she was amazing on Raw. Asuka's, of course, always amazing, and Bianca. I mean, it's just, it's, it's. To me, this is, except for, I, I know why, but, like, to me, this should technically be the main event of the show. I mean, these three people are going to tear the house down, and I can't wait to see it. Um, 
should and will Bianca, but if you told me uh, that Asuka beats Becky Lynch so that Bianca has to conquer Asuka at SummerSlam, I can ah, see that. That would be pretty cool. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you, but shouldn't. shouldn't. Glenn, Glenn doesn't think Bianca has to care, conquer anybody. I mean, Bianca's, Bianca's the, I don't know no, if you've she heard. She doesn't have to, but it's one of those things is like, when you're the EST, the roughest, the toughest, the fastest, yeah, the strongest. I, I, I thought maybe you hadn't heard. She She's not an underdog. She's literally I the, know, the that, best. That's why, that's why you have to manufacture ways for her to seem like she has something to overcome. Like having her lose her title be, without losing it herself so that she has to get it back herself. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. I don't know. She's not an underdog. Anyway, moving forward. Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins. I knew, I knew I could like yeah. that match. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins in a hella in a cell. Brandon. Listen, I tried to talk myself last pay-per-view into thinking that Seth Rollins was going to win one of these matches. And, you know, maybe he will. But I can't take that chance again. I think, I think, God, I don't know the should. I mean, Seth Rollins can't just keep getting run over, but he is Seth Rollins and Cody. We know what they want for him. So I'm, I'm just going to say, I think probably Seth Rollins should have got one of these matches, but if he was going to get one, it should have been the last one. So I don't think you can give him this one. I think Cody should and will win. Um, Seth Rollins and Cody, Aaron, what's the over under on, uh, uh, Cody Rhodes leaving the match bloody faced? Right. Uh, I don't think there's an over under on if it's a five minute mark. Right. <laughs> 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 That's funny. And by the way, uh, I'll take the under. I will too. So, um, I think. Uh, you know, here's another one. It's Hell in a Cell. So, what's the over under on him jumping off the cage? I was gonna say, <laughs> if, if it wasn't Hell in a Cell, I was gonna say he's definitely doing a moonsault. But, like, how I guess he could do it from like holding the inside of the cage, it's a little tricky. But, um, well, they're going to the top of the cage, my friend. Oh, yeah, for sure, they're going to the top. But, um, uh, I think it's, I mean, honestly, should be Seth Rollins because he's been doing a really good job of getting Cody back back like as a star with the with the new audience. I mean it's not new for real cuz everybody knew who he was when he got there, but you know what I'm saying he hadn't been on WWE TV. Um so like but I think that uh Cody Rhodes will win um cuz all signs part point to Cody versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. So so to your point, it, it, it feels like because of the way you did it, now Cody having not lost becomes an entity in and of itself. And, yeah. Yeah. and because of that, I'm in agreement. Like I I absolutely think that Seth Rollins should. It it's yes, it's weird that like you would have someone get their win after two losses, but the should still Hell in a Cell kind of nullifies that part, right? If you win the Hell in a Cell match between the two, that might be even more valuable than having won two of any other matches. Yeah, but here's also the thing. Here's how I think they're going to do it. That's the problem with it. Because <laughs> it can't be. Here's what I think they're going to do it, though. I think Seth is going to be about to win, and then I think the lights are going to go out, and I think Bray Wyatt's going to pop up in the ring. And Because you know him and Seth have beef from Hell well, in a Cell. 
Okay, passed. we can go down this road because I, I, I think the opposite. I think I think if that happens, I think that means Seth's winning the match. Because because I think that if if we, you know if some of the reporting is to be believed, R- Randy Orton is the Roman Reigns opponent at SummerSlam. If that's true, so if that's true, then Cody Rhodes needs a really big match. Well, what would be bigger than the Fiend? And Cody Rhodes. I-, I can't think of anything bigger than that, unless it was literally Roman Reigns. So that's that is. I mean, there are rumors out there. There's a you know, there are tweets. There are you know, ominous things out there about this. Uh, yeah, and and I think I saw some about Cesaro, correct as well. Oh, really? I think I, I did. Seen anything from Cesaro? I saw the. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I saw about Cesaro. Um. Look, I, in the end, uh, it will be Cody Rhodes. The, 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 this is Cody Rhodes having not lost yet becomes a thing, and all it took was him winning two matches in order to make it a thing, but that's what it took because they were both against the same person, and if they didn't want it to be a thing, they just would have had Seth lose the second match in order for this to be a rubber match. So it's pretty clear Cody Rhodes not losing is a thing should Seth Rollins, but will Cody Rhodes. Guys, it comes down to as simple as this. Is Cody Rhodes in the match? Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's got one question for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but but to go along with what you say, it's not just the the wins. It's the Cody countdown. It's the him plastered over everything. We know what Cody Rhodes is right now. He is the golden boy at the moment. He is, you know, Raw's John Cena, Roman Reigns, whatever. He's the guy they're using to sell tickets. He's not lose As you said, a, a win in Hell in a Cell means basically... You win the feud. Cody Rhodes is not losing this feud. Correct. Should and will Cody Rhodes. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Very good. AJ, what else do you want to plug? Uh, I would like to plug all of my social medias at AJFrancis410. Um, and you can also, you know, get more info coming up for Hitsville, USA on July 3rd down here in Orlando at the Sausage Castle. Uh, it's going to be a crazy event. You're going to want to be there for that for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it pretty much, guys. I mean, but think about it. If we eat Aaron first, right, mm-hmm. then, like, you know, aren't then we? He's a- gonna, then he's going to kill somebody else if you kill me first. He'd probably be more help hunting. You know? Right, exactly right. Like, what you really want, you really want to keep Aaron around in order, what's he gonna? What's he gonna do for you moving forward? See, you you kill me, he's just gonna kill you next. I mean, yeah, you are next on that list. That's true. That's a good point. Let's be clear. The Aaron's the last. I would not Aaron. Sorry, Brandon is the last person that I would have to eat. You know what I'm saying? But the rest of you guys, it's coin. It's coin flip between Aaron and, and Glenn. Let, let, let's be honest. We just invite Migs to this uh, island and we kill Migs. Oh, oh God, oh, who wants to eat Migs? Like here's. Like Migs is so skinny, man. Like, come on, man. Who's gonna... It's like it's like the same reason I eat crab cakes, but I don't eat like crab like bushels of crabs because it's like not enough meat. Yeah, for you want to actually eat? You want to eat something? I understand okay. it. I understand it. All right, uh, there he goes. He is the main event. Event. I think he's got one more. Pet. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Hoo-hada. Nah, nah, nah. 
All right, buddy. Appreciate you. See you guys. There's Love a, you, buddy. There's AJ. Love you. All right. Um, obviously, the thing we, you know, the only thing really in wrestling that mattered this week was MJF. We'll get to it. But Aaron, give us your rundown from having been there before you got trapped in the elevator. What was your reaction to the entirety of the the night on Sunday well, night? Be- before we go to, did we want to wrap up? There's one big thing in WWE we need, do need yeah, to talk about. Yeah, there is one WWE thing we have to talk about. I don't even know. The Sami Zayn Zane thing. I, what am I missing? Did you watch SmackDown? Oh, oh, I'm like, wait, wait, what? Thought- no, 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 nothing, nothing. Altered. Like, they have positioned Sammy in a position, like, put him in a position where... Not like we've kind of joked, ha ha ha. Maybe he's the one to beat Roman. No, stop, stop. They've put it in a position where that's stop. the story right no, now. No, it's not. I don't think they will. But they I don't put think that... him to beat Roman. But you definitely could position him against Roman. Like and you, the story, you know, the yeah. the redemption of Sami Zayn is the story of WWE. He right can now. be redeemed without winning, though. But I'm saying you could. It's not. He could, I, he could just almost win. God, I, I don't. I don't really know what you're choosing to read into this. Like th- this can end in a heartbeat. They well, can... Of course it can. I'm just saying they've put the pieces in place right now where people, I think, want the redemption of Sammy. I, I mean, I think we all want. Glenn, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I don't think. I think this is a thing now. And 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 when I say it's a thing, I don't know what it is. I don't know how much. You know, I don't know where it's going, but there's something here. There's some kind of story. You don't do that entire segment with Kevin Owens, who's not even on the show, if this isn't a, a story point. You know what I mean? There's something here where they're, you know, and, and even if it's if it's just him, you know, he's not beat. For, let me just say right up front. He's not be, beating Roman Reigns. That's not I, happening. That's not going to happen. But there is a story to be told here. And if this is the way you... I don't know if turning him face is the right way to say it, but if this is the way that you get an, an opponent for Roman at one of these shows that's not SummerSlam, you know, it, this could go on for a long time before it turns to that. You know what I mean? I just think it's very interesting that they're telling this story of this person who this group is kind of letting pretend to be in it. Everyone's in on the joke but him. And, I mean, by the way, when he called Kevin Owens Oos, I was losing my shit. <laughs> I mean, that was the funniest thing I, 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 think, I think I've ever I think we're conflating a bunch of things. I think we're all inclined to love Sami Zayn. And I think we all know how good Sami Zayn is at literally everything he does. I think what we're conflating is that they have to buy time because they're trying to do five hours of programming a week despite not having a champion on either television show. And I think you're choosing to read into things that are just pushing the can down the road a little ways. This thing can go away. I think it's really unrealistic that this could parlay into Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos at some point. At some point? Sure. If you want to do that, absolutely they could do that. But what, what is that? A tag team title match. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only title match that right, apparently right. matters. I mean, like, there's right. a there's a big difference in saying, hey, at some point this could be Sammy Owens and Kevin Zane, or say, Sammy Owens Kevin and Owens. Kevin Zane. I actually love that. Yeah. Um, but with, but with that. a story behind it. But, there, but there's also a ton of work that you have to do for that, and you have no, to. No, I'm not saying do it next week. They're doing the work, right? This this is this is that's this is what we're saying. Do you? We're re- saying this is a story that we think is being developed. 
we're trying to figure out where it's going, if anywhere, which we always have to say, it, like you said, next week they could be like, I don't want to do that anymore, and then he's just not on the show. I, and, or, or, and, I, and what I would say is that I think you're conflating doing the work. This goes back to like when I said it could have been Sammy uh, Zayn and Kevin Owens. There's a path to any of these things. But I think reading into the idea that it's purposeful work versus we have to do a television program tonight and we have nothing, we don't have a championship picture. And the, so the what Sammy do we Zane do? The thing feels way more deliberate than that, though. I don't know why you think that. Because they brought in Kevin Owens to do a 15-minute segment about it. Because Kevin Owens is... Nobody's on any show. No, but I'm saying he didn't wrestle. Like they didn't bring him there to wrestle. They brought him out to do a 15 minute segment with Sami Zayn. Like to me, that's because a very what else were they thing. doing for two hours on Friday night? Anything they could have had any of the people that were there wrestle matches. I, they, I don't they know. Don't, they, there is no purpose to it. This is the big problem for me eternally right now. Like, nothing matters. I, nothing. This is the 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 as I I know I've said this a few times recently. I was this is the least I've ever seen anything. They're doing a pay-per-view in a big city that they sold travel packages for that has two championship matches on the card, one of which is an utter throwaway. And, and the main event is not a title match at all. They. This is the least I've ever seen anything. They just openly took a stadium show and said... The hell with it. We can't do that. We're not capable. We can't even fake our way to being able to pull off a stadium show. They're telling you nothing matters. They're screaming it at you. I, I don't know how to judge what Cody Rhodes, right? We all think Cody Rhodes matters right, right now. You could argue that, the, as we pointed out, the Raw Women's Championship picture matters just because they're all doing a good job. What else do they tell you matters right now? I, I think they're telling you that based on how much time he's getting, and yes, they could absolutely be filler, and it, when, you know, kind of a break glass in case of emergency, you need to fill time. Well, there's no better person on the planet to fill time than Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is getting as almost as much time as Cody is on Raw over on SmackDown, or proportionally. Across a two-hour show, at least. He's getting up. They're spending a lot of time on Sammy. Because they don't have the leader of the bloodline. And that the, he is the fill-in for... They're using... But, they're but, but listen, you're ignoring what they're doing, though. They're telling a story. They had the Usos abandon him on Raw and lose. And then he comes back, and you have Kevin Owens reminding him that. Like, there is a story being told here. And then you have this insecure person that goes back and wants reassurance that he's in the group. Like, there is a story here. There's a story being told. Like, I mean, like, we could just all say nothing matters and who cares and whatever, but I, they're doing something. I, 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 have, I think it's more incredible that you think that than that you don't. It, thinking that they're actually doing something, right, with any of this, short of we need someone to fill in the, and and make the bloodline still matter while we're not doing anything with the guy that actually is the bloodline. How do we do that? How do we keep it in the forefront? Do we keep selling t-shirts? Do we I keep mean, They have the tag team titles. They're not they're... doing anything with that either. Yes, they are. They're no. fighting Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura. In the future, they're not doing anything at the next pay-per-view. Well, nobody on SmackDown is doing anything on the next pay-per-view. <laughs> 
This goes back to my point. <laughs> it's all filler. All of it. Everything is filler. Every little bit of it. I, <clears throat> Everything starts as filler until it's not. RK-Bro was filler until it wasn't filler. RK-Bro wasn't filler. RK-Bro was a determined thing. Now, to say after they did it, they ran with it far longer than we ever expected them to, that's fine. What, like, RK-Bro was not supposed to be this. Not, it certainly was not supposed to be this. There's no one that's going to debate that. But to say it was filler is incorrect. This legitimately is just getting them down the road to whatever it is they're actually going to do. They don't know that. They, that's abundantly clear. They have no clue what they're actually going to do. So when they get there, could they say, well, hell, we've been messing around with Sami Zayn for a little while. We could do something with them? Sure, they could. But thinking that any of this is determined work is crazy. There's no determined work happening. None of it. It's nuts. So you're saying they're not telling a story with him right now? I, I, you, you really are not telling me on what the story is. He's trying to be a part of the bloodline. I, that, they're got taking that. advantage of him, and they're not really letting him be a part of it. Right. That's the story. So where, where's and, that? Where and the logical to, to next get where leads to him figuring that Correct. out and the right. eventual Correct. redemption of Sam. Correct. To do what? Whether it's to take the Roman tag titles, the whether it's to face Roman, right. whether so, it's, to, so it's you're, to somehow hurt the You're suggesting that they're going to flip both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' face out of I, all I of this. I don't necessarily think it has to be Kevin Owens. They don't, and they don't, it doesn't have to be that. And they don't have to, as we said two weeks ago or last week or whenever it was, he doesn't necessarily have to be a face. You just won't, they just will want the I think crowd to it. want him to win. I do but, think, I, I do but, think but this I leads do to think face it, Sami. It, I do, I I thought more last week when we talked about this, or two weeks ago when we talked about this, that it was wasn't going to be. But after this week, and if they progress this way, I do feel like it's going to be a face turn. I, I think they could absolutely end up with a face Sammy out of this. I think you're going to be very disappointed by what that face Sammy will be. I I like. I think it's far more likely that he's just there to be still an entertainment portion of the program than anything that's legitimate out of it. Um, I Could could you do this for the sake of turning Sami Zayn face? Sure. You can absolutely do that. Why not? Go ahead and do it. But to do what with that? One of the scenarios you're suggesting is for him to face Roman Reigns. Where? I don't know. Like, could could you suddenly force Roman back onto the card at Money in the Bank, despite the fact that he moved it out of a stadium, and just have him absolutely destroy Sami Zayn at Money in the Bank? I guess. I, I, I think this goes longer than that, though. I don't, I don't think this yeah. is So a, then when? I think this is a short thing. You, you think that they are going to do some sort of dance with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns for four months? I think they're, they're going to pretend, they're going to string him along as part of the bloodline. Maybe the turn is Survivor Series. He's part of a team. I was thinking whatever the fall, you know, uh, what's what's after uh, some, not what's or what's after the the castle one. No, but Sami Zayn absolutely. If if Roman Reigns is not losing the title, which is a whole other conversation, Sami Zayn absolutely qualifies to be a Royal Rumble title person, as far as like the person that Roman beats at Royal Rumble or whatever. Like absolutely, that would work if but, you've done. The, but you didn't have the, to do any of this in order for that to be the case. Like you're talking about a scenario where they're telling a story for eight. Months. months 
Yeah, by the way, if it goes eight months and they pull the trigger, I start leaning towards, oh, my God, they might actually like, do I, this with Sammy. This is I, – I, I, I know you love Sami Zayn, and I love Sami Zayn. I think you're insane right now. Insane. I just came up with that. <laughs> I think you're insane because you want it to be something. I, I get it. I like Sami Zayn, too. I don't know what you think they're actually doing here. I can't fathom how you can't see how this is nothing other than we don't have anything to do. We have to put programming on. I, but if you don't have anything to do and you have, you're have you doing one thing that works, isn't the logical next step is, well, shit, we have nothing to do. We might as well right. roll with but the one where thing is, that is, we you're are. Not the best picture you painted for me is that you're going to uh, Sammy and, and Kevin Owens against the Usos, which, by the way, I'm on board with. But now yep. you're, t you're making two... To say you're flipping Sami Zayn face is one thing. You're also flipping Kevin Owens face. And you're not doing it to put him as a logical opponent for Roman Reigns. You're doing it to put him in a tag team. Does that Which, make way, sense? By the way, right now is more important than the actual title, apparently. There, it's getting again, more TV time. It's getting more... Well, you know. kind of. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not on the pay-per-view. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious about that. But yeah, it, that's not kind of. They're not on the pay-per-view either. Yet. They might be after tonight. This thing, could you again? Could you do it? Sure. Assuming that that's what they're doing, I have no clue. I, I, I'm. I almost find it comical that you're treating it like it's a, as big of a deal. No, I, look, I mean, we can't consider anything a lock because, as you said, nothing is literally nothing is a lock. It's not even just nothing is a lock. Guaranteed, yeah. they're definitely putting a rocket. They are. They are all, all we're saying is they have put pieces in place for something big for Sammy here. I, if you want to believe that, I'm not going to try to ruin you. I mean, God love you. I, I, I love Sammy too. I really do. I love Sammy, and I would love if they were trying. If they had a determined thing where Sammy mattered, versus the end of this just being at some point they they let somehow Sammy ends up in a ring with Roman Reigns, and Roman literally murders Sammy Zayn, and that's the end of it. It's not a match. It's just somehow they end up in a ring together at the end Why of a night. Why can't he wrestle a, a match against them? Because Roman Reigns isn't even wrestling those matches anymore. All he's doing is doing the big ones. You, where are they doing that? Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think can, can I don't Sammy know. even go to no, Saudi Arabia. They, Sammy cannot go to Saudi well, Arabia. That's true. That's true. I, I just don't. Where is this happening? They is, can't. Is there, wait, is there a pay per view between? The the castle and Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. WWE I'm pulling it up. Uh, no, not currently. I would assume, tricky, by, the, by the way, we can assume now again. Depends on what happens with Roman and and how many matches he wrestles or whatever. Based on who's on their roster right now, who wasn't on their roster last year. I mean, can't we assume they're going to throw a Great American Bash in here at some point? Why? Isn't that something that they just randomly do? At, like, Not as, as, a, like as a pay-per-view? Yeah, haven't they done that as a network event or whatever? I think they did they it once. They haven't done random network events in a while. Like, they'll turn SmackDowns or whatever yeah. into weird stuff, but... I can't remember know. the last time they just had a random network event. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it's impossible. And I guess they just did a random one in 2012, so it's been that. But that long. was and that wasn't a network event. And that it was, was SmackDown. SmackDown on July 3rd. Yeah. Well, well, that, well, but that was the exact scenario that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Was that what if what if one of these SmackDowns is 
Roman defending the, the title. The season premiere, the season premiere right, of SmackDown in the fall would be the best possibility of yeah. that. And if you, again, yeah. if you want to say that that's who your feet, remember how they did that the last time was Kofi Kingston right. getting all of three seconds to get murdered by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. If what you're saying is that this could lead to Sami Zayn being murdered by Roman Reigns in three Only seconds. To have the Saudi Arabia. Finn, Finn Balor wrestled a real match against Roman Reigns on the season premiere, right? Was that it's times right? I Wait, think. that was yeah. the season premiere. Yes, it's it if was, it wasn't, it was in that. It was. September. I was going to say the time is right because the pay per view match was what end of October. It was the October pay per view. I'm trying to find out if that's true or not. Uh, or was it December? It was right after the oh, draft. Oh, that's right. They they made Great American Bash an NXT thing. I forgot about. Yeah, that. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah definitely. It wasn't. WCW it definitely wasn't the season the premiere. It was not that. I don't know when it was. The season premiere was Roman and the Usos against Finn and the Street Profits. Um, I mean, look, I, God, I love, I love. It Sammy. was on. It was on Labor. It was like Labor Day weekend, Friday, September third. I don't know if they were up against. By the something. way, that was just last year, which is kind of wild to think about. I don't know if they were up against something that they were trying to pop a number for. I, I don't know. Um. Look, I love Sami Zayn. I, I, it'd be awesome if this works out that way. I, I just, I'm befuddled by you guys trying to read into something. I'm, bef- I'm truly befuddled by it. Like this is, this is the least that anything has ever mattered ever. Um, I, I don't, I don't see it. All right, um, now, All right. Aaron, your experience at the we, the most important story in wrestling, and we've done an hour and fifteen, and we haven't talked about it. But let's get your go ahead and knock Before out your that, yeah I'll just I'll, I'll quickly go through kind of my my main points. Um, one simply cool to see an arena that size packed. We've all been to shows both AEW and WWE where they've had to you know tarp off some of the dark sections and stuff, and to see a completely full arena, very cool, awesome to see, loved it. Um, you know the it, show they were, itself. They, they do they do have to figure out what they're doing. I, did you see the pictures from the Friday night show? <laughs> Yeah, those were bad. Yeah, they they ran they ran the Friday night show in the small arena and they ran it live and at three thirty, yeah. Yeah, there were like three thousand people there. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was right. I I think part of it was, you know, the three thirty time and who knows what else, but yeah. That yeah, was, was tough. That was rough. Anyway, go ahead. Um you know, it I, I think part of my experience you know, like a lot of people said, but it was felt especially in the arena, it was kind of the show built into thirds. The first third was fantastic. The second third was a lot of nothing, and then it redeemed itself with the last third. Uh, Anarchy in the arena, the wildest thing I've ever seen live. I got to run, look down, and uh, see Kingston and everyone brawling in the concourse. It was a lot of fun. Just kind of try to follow everything. Where was crazy. Hopefully missed some things I had to go back and uh, see later. It was really cool. I loved the wild thing and i didn't even realize that the story was uh jericho had broken the soundboard until again saw that later that was just wonderful everyone singing wild thing um thunder rosa unbelievably uh, that was the one thing i knew that she was popular she was liked she got one of the biggest pops of the night love to see that um and the just being part of that crowd and hearing the crowd during the main event was one of the more unique crowds i've heard and it took me a little – it really took me till the end of the night to kind of try to figure out what made it seem so unique to me. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that it was because 
even though it was two faces and even though it was two faces that people liked and and wouldn't normally boo even in a no because we've seen face versus face right we've been part of those crowds before where it's face versus face both these guys type matches but during the match everybody was willing to go like they they stake their claim 100% I'm for this guy and we're going to boo the other guy and then you heard by the end of the night when when punk won everyone was good with punk winning we, they like punk but during the match it just it felt really unique for some reason and i think that was why because everybody was saying look we're staking our claim you're either a page guy you're a punk guy we're going to boo it and they played to that fact. Well, Aaron, did you watch it back? I didn't watch that match back. There's no. another reason why they were booing. During which part? For CM Punk. Well, you're talking about during the botches? Yes. Oh, well, those were those were dead. I'm talking but even when like at the beginning of the match. I'm talking before the botches, before everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Obviously those, I mean, he even when he took the mic at the end of the night, he even said Everybody remind me never to t- to uh, try a buckshot lariat ever again. Like, yeah, oh, the, the botches are something completely different. But um, just that for the crowd itself, it was it was unique. It was very unique, and uh, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, outside of that four match, you know, middle section, I, I, I thought the whole thing was really cool. Boy, you know, you're you're certainly giving it. Um you're giving the start of the show way more than I'm willing to give it. I thought the start of the show was an abomination. Um. You know, there's a lot of problems in there, and and yeah, yeah I can't believe you thought the first third. Was I mean, I, the second third, like I no no no. Well, the the second third was dead. The crowd was dead for it. No one. I mean, look, that the second probably the most unforgivable thing if we're talking about was having Kyle O'Reilly go over Darby. Oh my. I mean, yes. I don't know about. That, did, you say, no, the the did you really say most unforgivable? unforgivable? I don't know that it's in the top three. <laughs> I mean. Look, based on all right, let's just get into it. Based on everything around MJF, like nothing about that was surprising or that weird. That was an like, abomination. It, I don't care what you think is going on with MJF. You can't do that. You can't do what they did. It it it's and obviously we, it leads forces us to have to get into the other yeah. side of it. Um, so there's 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 a bunch of stuff here. Um, MJF is so good. And wrestling fans are so quick to just be distracted by a shiny red ball and and not really think about anything that somehow he's going to save them again. Like yes. it's unreal. Whatever whatever the actual dispute is about pay, Jesus Christ, it should be twelve times that. He's going to save them from what should be the most embarrassing week. Ever. You know how I know that? Because they just had him do a job only to be the only thing that matters in all of professional wrestling. Yes. MJF is everything. It's beyond an abomination. That, that it, It's one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen in all of pro wrestling. And you can say everything you want about, well, what do you do? You just have the guy flip off the fans and... And now you're going to let him go over. Either he's going to be in your company or not. <clears throat> if you've decided he's going to be in your company, then you don't do that. Ever. Ever. Now, it was never okay that they were having him lose to Wardlow. That was never all right. It was never okay that we don't understand that Wardlow isn't the story. As we know, because on Wednesday, no one gave a rat's ass about Wardlow. 
And look who he's feuding with now. Mark Sterling. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. This is the stuff that we, I thought we, again, AEW was supposed to be different because this wasn't going to be the place where when you lose, you get elevated and the guy that beats you doesn't. And yet, that happened to MJF the other way and now they're doing it the opposite way. This is insanity. This is nuts. This is bat-ass bonkers. And obviously, MJF is capable of delivering a promo. We are... When we talk about it being the greatest professional wrestling promo of all time, it's because we are playing along a little bit. It was very good, but in the way that every promo he delivers is incredibly good. It just so happened to be that the circumstances made it a little bit more heightened in the moment. And the fact that they were willing to play along and pretend to cut him off and all of that sort of stuff added to how good the promo was. But we know. it. Um, imagine living in 2022 and being surprised that the best promo is coming from MJF. All of his promos are the best. He's better than everyone that does this. And, he, and you know it. Yes, and you know it. It's, 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 I don't want to try to be dismissive of it because I get all anybody's talking about is the promo now because that's how good, that's how good MJF is. But what you're not doing is talking about how effing embarrassing it is that they had Wardlow go over him. All of a sudden, everybody... Wardlow squash him. Squash him! Everybody wants to talk about how great MJF is. I thought it would be. Everyone wants to talk about how great MJF is. Three days after he did a job and a half. And no one wanted to talk about how embarrassing that was. And a stretcher job. Everybody wants to talk about how great MJF is. No one wants to talk about how embarrassing that is. Because we just don't want to deal with it. We just want everything that AEW does is great. They're so great. Great, 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 great. It's embarrassing. It's the type of thing that should be not just a blemish, but a stain on a professional wrestling company. And no one wants to talk about it. We all just want to say, "Ah, but you see the promo on Wednesday? (laughs) MJF, baby. (laughs) He's great. He's great. Is he? Because he was great before Wednesday. We've known this for a very long time. We have... I'm trying to think of the last time that MJF wasn't the best thing that was happening in AEW. When was that? Probably when he was hurt. (laughs) When was he hurt? I don't know, 2020. If you want to say in the immediate aftermath, like when they were doing the shows in Atlanta or whatever, and he wasn't part of it, I don't know what was good about it then, but... (laughs) Yeah, right. That's it. MJF is this company. It's... I'm so bef- I man, man, I this is tough. I mean, here's 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 the way that if you want to defend it, you try to defend it, which I'm not saying you should, but you try. There is no defense. It, well, the the answer is the promo, the direction this is going makes everything that's happened over the last 18 months not matter. 
It's not true. I, 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 but I'm saying that's how you try to defend it. Then nothing matters is what you're saying. What you're saying is you're okay with the fact that in pro wrestling nothing matters. It doesn't matter who wins. doesn't matter who loses. In the company where, again, wins and losses were supposed to matter. It doesn't ever matter who wins. It doesn't ever matter who loses. It just matters what someone did most recently. That's what you're saying if you say that. That the entirety of the company is irrelevant. It's a joke. It's, it's a colossal joke. I, they just put the Hardys over the Bucks. Yeah, that's the other thing in the first third. Like, I can't show. believe we're pretending. Like Again, the, the show had some high moments. I'm not saying that the, yes. it didn't have some high moments. It had some very high moments. But the totality of it was somewhere between meh and bad. With re- the high moments just happen to be really high. The totality, the, the overall, there was way more bad. Or problematic. The Kyle O'Reilly Darby thing is that, real yeah. bad. That that was that was the, the didn't other even have to wrestle that match by the right, way. And, and that's threw it that in one, there at the last second. That's what makes it unfathomable to me, and that's why I have it as number one. It was like we knew. Warlow is going over. There, there are reasons that they think the Hardys are, you know, the thing, and there's reasons for that. The, they're the only reason to have that match on was to have Darby go over in a pay-per-view match, and boy, boy, was that bad. But yes, All right. did he submit too? No. Oh, he, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what there is to say. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work things out, and I don't know what what's going to end up happening behind the scenes with MJF. It's pretty clear he's a massive part of the plans. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, right. Based on that promo, they see face MJF. Um, that was the, a face the problem promo. with that, though. Is yeah, that it's turning the company heel. heel. Yeah, and that that's that's yeah. a big problem. But I think it's the road they're going down. I, I disagree that they see face MJF. I what what we see is the crowd realizes how good he is and has no choice but to get behind him. And then what do you do with that from there? And the comparison is obviously the, the CM Punk um, Money in the Bank situation. Um, but CM and they, had Vin- they had Vince McMahon to play off Punk there. And, and that, and that's the other really tricky part, is they can't have Tony Khan as uh, well, a yeah. character. And by the way, as good as that promo was, did you hear the crowd when he shit on Tony Khan? They did not cheer that. They gasped at that. I they watched gasped, it again. but... I watched... No. It wasn't a boo. Watch it again. Watch it again. It was, we will not cheer that. It was the big guy in the back, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't talk about our Lord and Savior that way. That was the way the crowd reacted to that. And that's why I don't know if that would even work if that's what they wanted to do. I think they... These they, are the they, disciples of... I, I understand. I think they view this as a punk situation, as I, it, it can't be their version of Austin McMahon, but because uh, again, they don't have a McMahon. But no, no, I, the, I the scenario that you're presenting is where CM Punk becomes corporate punk, corporate champion. Yes, Th- that's exactly. that's that's the scenario that you're presenting, yes. and yes. like the the immediate response back, it would be why. Why? You already, had, you already had the dynamic for those two guys. Like, wait, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Why in the world are you you're you're doing the most to to do what? 
Like, why? Why in the world turn CM Punk into a corporate champion? Why? To to get whatever buzz you get out of the MJF work shoot stuff. They they see value in that. They they have people, you know, they have Bill Simmons tweeting about hey, probably the first time Bill Simmons has ever tweeted about AEW. They have, you know, they think they see value in that. That that's my perception right now. I, I think the only way that works, if if they really want but first of all, they should not want this dynamic. But if they want that dynamic, there's one guy right now where that works. And that's they have to pivot it to Chris Jericho somehow. Like He's the one who is that. He is playing that character. That's exactly what they're doing right now. They're playing the character of, essentially, we're the WWE guys. I mean, I, I, it's not that. It's, I'm simplifying it. But that's what they're trying to play into. But it, it, it's so cheesy and, and uh, corny. It doesn't work that way. It has to be someone more grounded than Jericho. At least the Jericho <laughs> at the moment. No, but then you but then you ruin more of the show than, like, like – if you're just trying to benefit MJF, there's a there are ways to do that without burning the rest of the showdown in the process. I I think going the way they're going is going to burn the rest of the showdown in the process. Like the comparison would be the NWO, right? Like whenever we decided that the NWO was the only thing that matters to the degree that it turned everything else heel. Like ultimately, I think a lot of people would say at the long term that that ruined the company. Overall, I think in the, the the way the way it dragged. Yes, I, I, I mean I. But in the way that, but there. in the way that they booked it in a way that made yes, everything where, where else that, where that, shit. Yes, where the fact that and the NWO was the only thing that mattered on WCW to the to the degree that as you know has been said WCW itself turned heel. Agreed. So the question is just how do you keep that contained? I don't know that you can, but to me. That's where this seems like it's going. MJF wasn't broken. I mean, MJF was the best character in all of professional right, wrestling. Right. I understand. They broke him. I mean, that that's the reality. They broke him by, by taking away the diabolical. They effed up MJF. Now, well, let's F up six other things in order to make it work again. Can you do it? I, I guess. I, I'm still... This picture is difficult for me because it requires you to go to a very weird place with CM Punk because CM Punk is still the guy that left wrestling for seven years and that you're still going to towns where people are so happy to see CM Punk. So you want less than a year later to suddenly make him a complete corporate stooge? Because you have to go that far in order to get MJF over as a face. As a top face, CM Punk has to become a complete 100%. Not a guy who's trying to, you know, I just want you to think about this. I want you to think about, I mean an utter corporate stooge in order for people to stop liking CM Punk entirely. I guess the let's let's go back to kind of the the punk thing in WWE, and you had Cena standing in the way there, and you had Vince McMahon openly endorsing Cena to the point, you know, trying to get him to win and stuff. And while Cena, and I, I guess it's just different because Cena's you know already was unlikable by half the crowd. You're right, 
Okay, that's so it's there's not a perfect comparison there. There's not, I, and I, and I, also I was, I was and Punk to... was already a face at that point. You have to get MJF got a huge pop on Wednesday night, but we still have to deal with the fact that MJF is still MJF until otherwise. Well, hold on, Punk was absolutely a heel before that that promo. Before which promo? Before, before the, what promo? the the pipe bomb. Yes, that's true. He was he was he was the head he, of the he, Nexus. Well, no, I mean, he was just coming off of the feud with Rey Mysterio, where he was. He just, was the head of the Nexus. Fickle. He was a heel. Uh, yeah, I think it was slightly after that, but yeah, right. so, I mean, he, he yeah he was he was right. absolutely a heel until the pipe bomb. All right. I mean, the pipe bomb. Yeah, I guess the pipe bomb. Okay, I'll listen to that. I, I mean, to be fair, he still played a heel after that. Just a heel. Everyone was going to be behind. Well, well yeah, but there's those all. The, I mean, you do have to acknowledge that it wasn't like well, he. But, but was he a heel? I mean, yeah. he was a heel. He was, in... he was fighting John Cena and taking the belt away from WWE. But he was also f- taking away from WWE led by Vince McMahon. Like, he was going directly but, but, at odds with Vince McMahon. But McMahon was not playing. I mean, he was playing a heel, but he was diam- He was directly opposed to John Cena. So, like, McMahon no, was, was being no, a heel he was, to both he was of them. Directly, he was directly opposed with Vince McMahon. It's just that Cena was the title holder. That was what they had set up there. And he attacked John Cena right before the pipe bomb. He attacked he him attacked and then walked John... up to the ramp, right? He was a I, commentator. I just... Wasn't this where he was a commentator? And then he attacked John Cena the, out of the commentary? I mean, the, the, the pipe bomb was just such a, a big moment that it kind of changed everything. Like, after the pipe bomb, it was... I mean, hell, even the promo wasn't really at John Cena as much as it was at Vince McMahon, at Triple H, at the powers that be. Right, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, it, it it was it was a a thing, and it was just that John Cena was just kind of the guy who was standing. And and, and to your point, again, you could do all that with MJF, but you're you're positioning the company, right, as the heel. And again, yeah, and you can do it with CM Punk as the stand-in for Tony Khan, because again, you can't have Tony Khan be any sort of character. Well, just because he's not good. Right, yes, yeah, so it would be like setting Shane McMahon out there. Right. Well, I mean, it might even be worse. Um, yeah, just say it might be worse. Which is saying something, because it's hard to imagine it being worse than <laughs> Shane McMahon, but it might be. That's the thing. I, I haven't seen anything quite as bad as Shane McMahon yet, so I'm not willing to go that far. Yeah. But... Well, but I've never I've never seen anything good, you know what I mean? Like, at least right, for Shane that, McMahon, the there, at some point, I saw something. Yeah. Um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know, bro. I really don't know. In a weird way, I think you're better off trying to keep MJF heel somehow. It's that, like, we all know... Cut that promo that way, then. Well, you you say that, man. Like, again, if you're positioning him against CM Punk... I keep coming back to, you're going to have CM Punk be a corporate stooge. A stooge. You purposely want people to not be excited to see see CM Punk. That is, that's bold. I mean, that's, that's bold. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do here. I really don't. I don't know what you do. I mean, maybe you don't do the things that you've done for the last six months. I would start with that. I I don't know. I don't know what you do here. Because... I, when you say that that's a face promo, it's 
It's a galvanizing promo, but it's not a face promo. Yelling to fire me because I'm so great. You're not doing that on behalf of the people. You're not saying these fans deserve better. You're doing it entirely on yourself. I'm better than everyone. I disagree that it's... But bringing up the idea of, you know... Basically talking about how you're paying all the XW, like there was a there were lines in there that they knew were going to pop the crowd that they didn't have to include in there. Well, I don't know how much control they had. I mean, okay, here I, I mean, we all agreed MJF is a very smart person. He knew what was going to pop the crowd. What was like there were lines in there that no doubt were going to pop the crowd. He knew what the reactions were. If, if we had read that promo ahead of time. And we would have said, we said, oh, yeah, they're going to cheer for this. And by the end, they're absolutely going to be cheering for MJF. Like, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. That promo was designed to get people to cheer for him. Uh, you're saying it was designed to get people to cheer for him. I'm saying it was designed to get a reaction. I, I think it was designed to make people feel like they just witnessed a moment. He can't cut that promo every week. It, CM Punk couldn't cut a pipe bomb every week. You can't do that. He's still extraordinarily good at what he does. So whatever you do, he can make that work moving forward. MJF can do anything well. If that's the route you want to go with him essentially playing the CM Punk role and it's me versus the machine, I would stay the hell away from CM Punk at the moment. That's the part that makes no sense. What are we doing? Why is it that it would make sense to make CM Punk an utter boob? And if you don't do that, what are you getting out of this? I I guess the question is, can MJF be punk without making punk a complete boob? I, I don't and know. if you can turn MJF into what Punk was that summer, there's value in that. I, potentially. Well, yes, there is value in there. But how do you do that without there being... And I, so There had to be somewhere for that ire to be pointed. Right now, that ire is pointed at Tony Khan. So your choice is to somehow, again... You can't get around this. You can't do both things. Right. You absolutely can have MJF play a CM Punk role, 1,000%, because MJF can do anything. But how do you have him do that without... I, I just don't see the other side of it. I, you're, I'm at a loss. Yeah, for, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking through this, basically. Yeah, I'm, and I'm talking through it, too, because I'm not seeing any way to have... Do you want to burn down one of your top merch sellers, et cetera, in the process? Like, if like, you if you say the answer is by making it an evil CM Punk, right? And an evil yeah. CM Punk is better than a corporate stooge. And you're like, yeah, can, can it be can it be greedy, evil, and not stooge? I, if it involves Tony Khan, it can't. If it involves him representing the company, no, no, he has to be a stooge. Is there a way? to get it away from Tony Khan and shift the focus back to CM Punk and just make CM Punk now a, a, 
again, a diabolical heel. It's literally just a double turn. Can that be done? Again, I don't know. I, but I don't, the, the, the backdrop of Tony Khan is there now. That's the problem. <sighs> yeah, but you can get rid of that. You, you, CM Punk. Yeah, you can just ignore it. Yeah, and CM Punk is still very good at what he does too. I mean, he's not. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have as much heat on his fastball as he once did. Um, but but he's, he's still one of the best in the world. Yes, he's still in the upper at echelon. At, yes, yeah. correct. Well, that's what this requires. Um, right. You could still, and and perhaps. Because I'll say I think he's been a little flat, right, for the most part. I would actually say that maybe this could end up being a way to energize him. But no, it's not. It has nothing to do with Tony Khan. It's somehow in the next few weeks pointing it back to CM Punk. And CM Punk becoming... He has to say, like, I'm the locker room leader here. I'm, right. Yeah, it's like... You know, he has to they, sort of do that. You thing. needed me. I'm the savior, you know... Right. Go and back to like the, the Ring of I Honor when he was the savior. But again, it's right. it's got to be very specific. He's not representing and, and a. I'm, I'm a former WWE, and you got to focus on this one. I'm the former WWE wrestler who saved the, you guys. The the question WWE. The the and the and the the tricky part about that is then when you start to cast that, then you potentially lock uh bring in Moxley and Danielson into that too. That's the tricky part as well. Yeah, I mean, all of this is tricky, man. This is all very just, not just them. There's a whole bunch of other guys. Well, no, but if you're if you're taking uh, CM Punk off the table as like top face, top you know meet and greet guy, then you need Moxley and Danielson to really you know be that guy. Those I don't guys. think they can do that. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't think. Although, did, didn't Jericho continue to do that stuff even when he was the top heel on the show? Yeah. I believe he was still doing the kissing baby stuff. Um, he was doing some of it for sure, but again, his character was different. He was no, but, like at the beginning, he was pretty, pretty evil, right? Like the I, right when the company started, and then it got like was he evil or was he cocky? Yeah, it wasn't so much. Evil. I, I thought he the, was the mean kind of wore off, but I felt like he was real mean at the beginning. I thought he was more cocky than he was mean. Okay, I, I, that's and it, again, it, it was it, it was a bit. Of, I'm better than you, uh, you know. But right. They attacked people. I mean, it wasn't like sure. as jokey and like it became that. It became entertainment. But it, but, but it, it came out. Remember, it became that pretty quickly. They put people through a glass table. But like, that but that was again. It all happened pretty quickly. That they, they were doing like the. The, the gifts for each other where they brought his dad out. Like, it... The the fun came very quickly. I, I, they got through... Did they get through a show, at least one pay-per-view, though, before that started? Yeah, I was going to say, up until Full Gear, where it was just him and Paige, and they were just kind of establishing it. But I feel like before he lost the title to Moxley, he was already doing... Oh, 100%. No, no, no. The, the inner circle. Well, that, that, I mean, of... you're, you're talking about less than a three-month stretch of seriousness. Yeah, it, then. No, that, that, that's all I'm saying is, like, it's he's capable of that. And, and, and there were, you know, again, I think quick, you know, some of it's behind the scenes. I think quickly he realized they couldn't just do that. And so, I, I mean, I, wasn't there a famous uh, report where basically Jericho – was the one who injected, who told them they needed to start injecting entertainment into the show because it didn't really have that in that three month span or whatever. 
uh, between Full Gear and, yeah, that and might, the, that, the that might be true. And we're getting caught up in the weeds a little bit. Yeah, yeah I was, was yeah. going to say, wait, what? And wasn't a little bit of the bubbly like on the first Dynamite or second Dynamite? It was early. Oh, it was, a, it was a pay-per-view, right? I think it was a pay-per-view. Oh, wait, wait, wait what was that? Was that? I was going to say, wait, was that at uh, All Out? When he won the title, did he say a little bit of the bubbly right off the top it was, there? It was a oh. video they recorded. It wasn't part of the pay-per-view. Right. It was, it was a, him walking around backstage or whatever. Right. But, like, right? before, so, like, in the time that, you know, we're talking about him being mean, he also was doing a little bit of the bubbly. That's true. But I don't think he intended that to be. All right, all right, all right. We're, 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 so, we're so far into the weeds at this point. Yeah. And, and we got to wrap up. We're already at an hour 45. That's the longest show we've done in a long time. I, I, I don't like this. Um, look, I, I, I am always going to be compelled because MJF is involved. But it's embarrassing that we're not acknowledging the failures that led to this point. And there is no – it smells to me like what we want it to be has to involve something else that we don't want or that doesn't make sense. And we'll see. They got, they got, they got time. They have talented people involved. We'll see if they can make it work the right way. Um, I, there is still sort of the thing where, like, they do also – on the side of this, are they actually addressing the problem? Like, that, that's the part of this, like, that where the shoot-work thing, like, we got to talk about – are, are they actually getting things taken care of with MJF? Was any what we've kind of all was this weekend right? At some point, we need to know what happened. This we weekend. are all like willing to line up with. Okay, now now everybody's clearly on board. Everything's fine, but what did happen? What actually happened over the course of the weekend, and where are they moving forward? And we'll we'll find that out. All right, let's get plugs. Uh, Aaron, we'll begin with you. Uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com. we got a number of good promos going on right now, so check it out. Get all of our coverage of all the uh, big sporting events, plus, of course, just all the uh, summer games leading up right into football season. So check that out, VEASAN.com, and, of course, follow me on Twitter, at the Oster. Brandon. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Thank Surprise. you. Thank you. I've got so – we just announced um, – God – I'm not even ready to do this. Okay, uh, don't nothing. Uh, Brandon's got nothing. Ramsheadlive.com. Go to, go, yeah, go to, go to Ramsheadlive.com. Find out what's Check going on. Check out our new shows. I, as always, am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me, for Brandon, for Aaron, for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Coming out. Do you think Fuck it's elevators? Oh. I was gonna say, do you think it's gonna be weird when we all plan that island trip and I conveniently asked Ben Nash to join us for that one?